You are listening to Wake Up or Break Up with your host, LCB. I'm so excited you decided to join me today. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to Wake Up or Break Up, you guys. This is episode number two. And as promised, today we are going to talk a little bit about how I confronted the person that was hooking up with Joe. Now, this is not super aggressive and it's not violent at all, so I don't have to do any disclaimers, but I also want to say don't be disappointed, you guys, and don't be weirded out because it's definitely not the normal approach to confronting someone who ruined your marriage, but it's my approach and this is my story. So buckle up, you guys. We are going to go on a ride. And the ride starts here. So after I got home, or not home, after I got to my mom's house, which is like my childhood home, I was in a funk. I didn't really know what to do. I think for the first few hours, I had no idea what was going on. I just was trying to process my life. So there came a time when we had to start informing people about the cheating. And when I say cheating, I mean the breakup because when this first came out, we were in the midst of a program. So we were training people for a competition. We still had a gym together and we didn't want to bring all of that drama into the business and into the community, which is ironic because he literally cheated with someone from the community, but that's a side note. That being said, we wanted to be tactful about it. And so instead of saying like, hey, Joe cheated with, you know, one of our freaking clients, we basically said, hey, you guys, stuff happens, marriages fall apart, ours is one of them, and Joe and I are going our separate ways. And because we are going our separate ways, we have decided to close the business basically and a lot of people were very shocked and sad and hurt and they had a lot of questions and they had a lot of assumptions and it's so funny because a lot of people instantly thought that Joe cheated and that he cheated with the person that he actually cheated with because she's you know younger and a little flirty so you know I'm sure people picked up on it and that's what they called out so being the business person that I am and notice that I say business person and not good wife because I was not doing this to be a good wife I deflected the rumors so that they would stop talking about this girl and stop attacking this girl. And then I'm sure you're probably wondering, when did I actually attack this girl? (laughs) When did I call her out and say something to her? I think I messaged both of them and it was either that evening or the next day. And basically I said, you know, this really sucks. I'm sad that this happened. And I hope that nothing like this happens to either one of you or people that you love in the future. And best of luck to you both. Because at this point, you guys, I did not know if the relationship was still going on, if this was like a long term entanglement, or if this was a one night stand. I had no idea what it was. So in my mind, it's worst case scenario. They are hooking up. They've actively been having sex. They are in a relationship behind my back. And so when I messaged them, they did not respond. Shocker. So when I didn't get a response, I was like, okay, I'm still bothered by this. 
I am going to message her directly and see what the F she's going to say to me because what is she going to say? She's already been confronted by two of my closest friends and lied to their faces. Is she going to lie to me? Is she going to make me feel crazy or is she going to own it and be honest and, you know, tell the truth? So I confronted her on Facebook Messenger and I asked her, I was like, hey, I'm so confused right now because you seem like such a nice person and it felt like we were developing a relationship. I just don't understand how you could do something like this. And I waited and I waited and time went by and you guys, she responded to me. I was shocked. I could not believe that she responded to me. And as much as I was so hurt by her and so angry by her actions, I was incredibly appreciative that she decided to acknowledge my presence and apologize. And it didn't make it better. And it didn't make me want to be best friends with her. But the fact that she was able to woman up and say, yes, I hooked up with your husband and I effed up. I'm an effed up person. It doesn't excuse it. It doesn't make it better. Right. But it was the truth. And at least what I received as the truth. And I appreciated her. And you guys, when I asked uncomfortable questions like, did you sleep with my husband? Did you guys have sex? Like asking these details because I literally could not sleep. I could not breathe. I could not eat. Just visualizing what might have happened. I had to know the truth so that I could live. Like I literally could not function overthinking the possibilities of what happened. Because based off of what my friend Destiny told me, they had tried to hook up and Joe was resisting for so long. And then they started having sex consistently. Now, I don't know about other wives or partners out there, but if you know the way that your husband's situation is set up and you know how frequently things can happen and you hear something that's like totally off the wall, you're thinking one of two things. One, this girl has brought out the best in him or two, it's a lie. And thankfully, thankfully, in my case, it was a lie. And she confirmed that no, they did not. They did not have sex. It was messing around, whatever you want to think of that. And I'm not going to go too far into details. I was just happy it wasn't sex. And thank you. Thank you guys for not having sex. And not only did they try it once and failed, they tried it twice and failed. So I hate that it happened twice. I hate that, you know, he had to prove himself like ego, but I'm happy that he failed twice. And because he failed twice, they were able to cut it off back in January. And if you remember from episode one, I had tracked his iPhone at her house. I didn't know it was her house at the time. But when I confronted him, he was so freaked out that they stopped. So they ended up breaking it off. Now, here's where Shet gets weird. And I don't understand this and I'll never understand it. And I don't even think the girl could explain it to me. And if she did, I would be like, what? But after they hooked up in January, we started our competition team in February. And so we had open signups or whatever. You guys, this girl joins the team. She joins the team not only knowing that she's going to be at our gym w around me and Joe and Banks. She joins knowing that she's going to be working with me personally, working with me with posing. She went as far as to ask me to borrow my show shoes. You know, she was going to 
buy one of my bikinis. It was a lot, you guys. She literally messaged me almost every day, every other day, asking questions. You know, we worked out together. She went as far as to bake cookies for me, you guys. We shared recipes. And so that's the part that confuses me. Like, you hooked up with my husband. You didn't have sex, but you still thought that it was okay to come into our place of business and hang out and get to know me and befriend me. And so this is where stuff gets stupid. And it's not stupid on her part. This is stupid on my part. So rewind back to when I'm messaging her and I'm asking her all these questions and details. I get to the point, you guys, I feel like so dumb. <laughs> I kind of feel like she's the victim in the situation with her and Joe. Not with me, not in the triad, but with her and Joe, because think about it. He's her trainer He's older, he's, you know, good looking, married in a relationship, and he pursued her. He's the one that escalated the situation, and he knew she had a crush on him, and he took advantage of that. Is she an adult? Yes. Did she consent? Yes. But at the same time, I can't help but feel that Joe kind of took advantage of the situation and his power in the situation to use her in order to end our business and our marriage so that's the only reason why I feel bad for her you guys don't worry it's not anything more than that but the second like stupid part or whatever however you want to see it is that I still offered to train her I don't know what I was thinking I I it was really hard for me to transition from being a helpful coach and really trying to see the good in her to being like the broken wife and dealing with a mistress I, I that that switch did not flick on and off as easily as I thought it would and it I mean it is what it is I offered she accepted but then it got kind of weird because she wanted a lot more from me than what she was paying for and I could not do that I I could not give her everything that she needed and I broke up with her and after that I just checked in with her here and there but I just felt okay Elsie you have done enough for this girl who hooked up with your husband and broke up your marriage and you don't need to do any effing more okay okay so I stopped deflecting people off her trail I stopped lying for them and And I don't know if I ever really lied. I think I just left out pieces of the story. So like I told a few people the story, but I didn't use her name and I didn't say it was anyone from our our gym, but I protected her and I protected Joe and I wanted to, but I definitely wanted to continue telling my story. And after I messaged her and while I was talking to her and while I was figuring things out with Joe, I was posting videos on Instagram and Facebook. I was sharing my story, sharing my journey. I shared just the the pain and the realization of my marriage falling apart. And it got to the point that it was just too much. And it wasn't enough for some people. Like even my family was questioning why I wasn't putting Joe on blast and why I wasn't pointing the finger at him for ruining the marriage or why I didn't call him out for cheating and I didn't want to I just I didn't think it was necessary I felt like 
it was our decision what we were going to do and it was no one else's business and if I want to post stuff and I don't want to put her or him on blast and I want to take responsibility in my part of the relationship breaking up not necessarily taking the blame for him cheating because that was his choice and that was his bad but I definitely took ownership of my actions leading up to him cheating and leading up to us disconnecting and falling apart and some people didn't like that my sister did not like that and she wanted me to be strong and for her being strong meant walking away calling him out and putting the blame on him and for me being strong meant giving him a fighting chance trying to work on myself and hoping that we can work things out together. That to me was harder than walking away. Yeah, I could walk away and never see him again. And it, it, it wouldn't be anything to me. What's hard, you guys, is the first few weeks of seeing him and thinking about him and that girl together and thinking about what they did and if he liked it and if he liked it better than me and if he likes her body better than mine and if her body looks better than mine and if she got him to do things he never did with me that's what was hard and thinking of those things and forgiving him and trying to trust him again every time he went to the store or if he wanted to go to the gym and hoping that he's not being shady and he's not lying to me because he did it before but that's the thing about love you guys love isn't okay I'm going to trust you forever because we took a vow no love is saying if you leave you leave I love you because you choose to stay with me every day I love you because you choose to be here because you choose to love me and it goes both ways I choose to love him every day I choose to be present I choose to make the most of our situation I choose to and at any time we can leave at any time we can walk away and when you enter a relationship and when you view your relationship as like it's disposable but it's definitely something you don't want to get rid of it makes it so much more valuable Yeah, someone else might have thrown him away. Someone else might have walked away and said, done, I'm over it. But that doesn't guarantee the next person you're with isn't going to cheat on you. That doesn't mean the next relationship is going to be perfect. You're going to be dealing with a whole nother set of issues, a whole nother set of conflicts, a whole nother personality type. Like, ask yourself, how many years did it take me to get to know this person? And I still don't even know everything there is to know. Why not invest in it? Why not continue on? Something that really comes to mind as I finish up this episode today is we took vows and my sister kept reiterating the fact that that's what makes what Joe did such a huge betrayal because we vowed, you know, for better or worse that we would stick together. And what I told her and what I realized is what if the cheating is the worst? Like we said for better or worse. So I can't say that postpartum depression was my worst and he cheated on me. So now the relationship's over. Postpartum was my worst and cheating was his worst. And we both committed to better or worse. So if we committed to that, are we going to drop each other after that? I mean, he tried. He tried to cheat so that it would end our relationship and it didn't work. And I was ready to walk away because he cheated, but I didn't. So what should I do? I said for better or worse, this is the worst. 
So now let's hope for the better. I don't know. That might be, I don't know if that made sense. I don't know if that's like a crazy way to look at things, but I'm trying to be hopeful in this. You guys, I'm trying to move on with my life. I'm not trying to think about what he did. I'm not trying to think about that girl anymore. I don't even say her name because it's just irrelevant to me. I appreciate her role in destroying my marriage because it made us stronger than ever. I appreciate her role in being honest with me and telling me the truth. And I appreciate her for that. But that's it. Like, I I don't need to revisit that time. I don't need to revisit whatever happened. I don't need to analyze it. It is what it is. And so, you guys, that's it. That's the story. That's how I confronted her. I hope you tune in to the next one. Thank you so much for listening. If you love it, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. I don't know if you follow podcasts, but I just said that. Definitely like, subscribe, and share then. (laughs) This is all new to me. So thank you for joining me on this journey. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.